Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscription button, the subscribe button, and, subscribe. The, no- and the notified bell right bell. next to it. You always get new going in raw content. New. If you want to support the show, support. you can go to patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, where you can find a bevy of rewards here. If you, like this, if you like this live stream, you can watch other live streams for our recap shows. Shows. You can also go on the iOS podcast app and leave us a rating or a review. Rating or review. If you don't have any money and you just want to leave us the, if you want to support the show. Support. It helps us. Help. We're also available at Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw starting this Thursday. No, Wednesday. Wednesday, the 22nd. You can get this shirt at a discount. Hey. 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 You're not like we can do this. Watch. Do this and this. You're not me. It's all this shirt. It's all Slow Wolf. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. You can get your Slow Wolf shirt there. There's our Twitter handles. Yeah. <coughs> Great stuff. All oh, Coldwater Larson shirt's going to be up during the sale, too. Yeah. Mine is ready. May I see the design, please? Do you want to see it right now? Yes, please. All right. I don't, they, they don't get to see it, but no. I, Steve wants to see it. There it is. See, look, the, I've got the background stuff. How you did it? Where's your face? Where's the face one? The face would be a separate one. I want this one because it's more general. I like that font. It's a good font. People that might not want my ugly face on their chest to get this and it's words. Can you, at the same time, can you upload the, the face one? I can do them both, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, do them both at the same time because okay. I want to wear the face one. Oh, okay. I don't care about that one. I want to wear See, the face one. See, but the thing one. about the face one, it, I don't, it's got hair on it. I don't care about that. All right. So I don't care about that. Hair and long beard. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Anyways. Um, so yeah. there'll be two shirts going up the between now and the sale. Be uh, on the lookout. Well, I, I look. I want to put four shirts up. Those Good. two, I got another going in raw yes. one, and then maybe even another going in yeah. raw one. We need more going in raw logo options for, yeah, for sure. people out there. Yeah, I'll absolutely. do the fun wrestling style one. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll, the do, Chrome I'll do another one. I want to do like sort of a weird like punk inspired one. All right, like it looks like a zine, like you're wearing a freaking going in raw zine. Yeah, that's good. I like zines, man. Yeah, 
They're cool. Do I still have that book you 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 lent me? Maybe. That's not my bookshelf though. Oh no. Maybe I don't have it. I don't think I do. I don't know. Anyways, people want to know about hashtag Survivor Series, Larson. Oh, they do? Maybe. I don't know. Unless they just want to hear the dick around. Yeah, let's talk about uh, t-shirt designs for an hour. Please. Now, let's talk about Survivor Series 2017. Okay. My, I'll be honest with you. My favorite pay-per-view of the year. Really? Yeah. And we're coming towards the end. This is the last, second to last pay-per-view I of the year. payback was pretty good. Which one was that? That's what we went to in San Jose. What did they do there? Uh, it was Roman versus Braun, that last man standing match, whatever. That's yeah, pretty that brutal. Funny. Here's the thing. My thing is this. I'm always, I always love. I always that was lo- House of Horrors too, man. I always love the. Yeah, no. I always love you the uh, like the Marvel versus DC type stuff. You know, um, the Amalgam Universe. I think it's yeah. I think it's Boom or IDW has the uh, Star Trek and Star Wars. Lots of, they've done like Star Wars and Star Trek crossovers. They've done, like, Star Trek and Green Lantern crossovers. That's weird. I love crossovers. You do, I know. And so this is, you know, the one time of the year when both brands get together and go blank to blank. Larson, what is it? Um, Ass to ass. (laughs) Ass to mouth. You. That's that's what happened last night. We saw a lot of ass to mouth. No, head to head. Head to head, yes. Toe to toe. Toe to toe. We got reminded of that constantly. Head to head, I know. Yeah. Incessantly. Incessantly. Like, the show's already happen- happening. You don't have to, like, promote it anymore. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. The show happened. Um, surprisingly, it kicked off with new... Well, actually, no, let's talk about the pre-show a little bit. Um, we had three matches? Mm-hmm. Did you watch any of them? Not yet. You're not missing much. Enzo uh, successfully defended the Cruiserweight title against Kalisto. And Correct. Kalisto botched his entrance. Oh, I that was the that. You saw the... I showed you the gif of that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Kalisto came to do his little... Sp- uh, trampoline. trampoline entrance, and he just hung himself out to dry on that top rope. Yeah, that was awesome. He draped himself. Um, it was. I didn't see if I didn't. I have no idea if if Enzo won. I'm assuming he won clean. Yeah. I wonder, dude. I'm thinking that Tommy's going to show up tonight. Could be or tomorrow. They have a, a, a Enzo uh, segment planned for Raw. I read. I'm telling you, man. The day with Tommy's going to come out. Give him that title. Yeah. He's freaking great. He's amazing. Um, yeah. Also, Owens and Zayn defeated Breezango, and then Elias defeated Matt Hardy. Uh, yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched the majority of all that stuff because I was pitter, pitter, pitter pattering around pitter here. Pattering. Yeah, and it was nothing to nothing to write home about. I'm. You know what? I'm bummed out. It's a freaking pre-show for the one time that both brands go head to head. So they should also be brand versus brand matches. Elias Samson versus Aiden English. That All is a flipping. That is a no-brainer. Owens and Zayn versus the club. No-brainer. It's not like they need to protect the club. Right. Exactly. Carl Anderson eats losses every week. No-brainer. And then uh, oh, Enzo versus Clay. You can't really get around that. We'll have Sin Cara challenge for the cruiserweight title. There you go. He's a cruiserweight. Sure. Why did he get title shot after title shot? He just I don't know. for the U.S. title now. I know they bill him at one ninety-six. See. Sí, lo puedo. Ay, cali, cali, cali. Ay, qué lástima. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was the pre-show. Yeah. They, the show opened off. This was kind of surprising. They kicked it off with New Day versus The Shield. That's not that surprising <coughs> because they want to get the crowd hyped for the show. Well, this is the one to do it. Yeah. This is a... This is a we, we knew the, the, the New Day... Um, obviously, coming hot off their pretty epic feud with the Usos. Yeah. Um, see, that's the match that probably should have kicked us off. Usos versus Thebar. That was a good match. Yeah, that was a good match. Um, but we weren't sure if New Day was going to have that same sort of special chemistry that they have with the Usos 
with the shield. That stuff takes time to build. It does. Um, however, by the end of this match, I think it was pretty close to happening. They gave it. this match a ton of time. I yeah, they did. Over 20 minutes. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, too. It. it was a lot of fun. Um, Roman's still getting some booze, though. Yeah, there was a lot of Roman booze during mm-hmm. this match. Yeah, so lesson to be learned. The Shield can only take on other acts that aren't over. Yeah. That people don't like. Yeah. Yes, and this was, match was over 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Second longest of the entire show. Also, they did not refer to the Shield as the original Shield. No, thankfully. Thankfully, they just called them the shield. the shield. They are the Shield. Everybody else is more or less honorary members. They're not full-fledged members. Faux Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they started out slow. They're laying the groundwork for some storytelling stuff, but it, it eventually picked up. New Day did a promo uh, to proceed the match. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of fun spots. He had uh, uh, New Day hitting a double midnight hour. That was fun. On Dean and Seth, and then Roman breaking up the pinfall by spearing Big E yeah. onto the pinfall yeah. attempt. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, finished saw Kofi take a triple power bomb off the top rope. Yeah. Second rope, sorry. Pretty brutal. Yeah, no, it was fun. Shield was, wins as yeah. expected. Good, solid dream matchup here. Yeah. This is better than any of those Amalgam Universe matchups. Yeah. You know, it was a great, great idea, but man, execution-wise. Yeah, they just kind of mashed up two heroes. Yeah, it was like... They took it to literal Superman and Captain A. Ted. <laughs> no, it was like Steve Rogers... Wait, what was it? I don't know. Well, it was Superman and Captain America. Superman and Captain America. And it was Spider-Man and... Batman and Wolverine. Spider-Man and I forget who. Yeah, it was Batman and Wolverine. It was all dumb. Anyways, um, this is wrestling. Uh, Stephanie backstage with the women's Raw team. Getting fired up. Hyping them up, saying, hey, look. Like, you know, for example, Sasha Banks. We've had our differences in the past. Mm -hmm. We need to put those aside and bring all that confidence and swagger you have into ring. Yes. So you can beat Team SmackDown Woman. Yes. Yeah. Asuka, I, th- I told you, I was like, how great it would be if, like, she starts talking to Asuka and Asuka just gets revved up and, like, bites her on the face. Oh, better yet, like, just, like, puts her in the Asuka lock. Yeah, launches of Stephanie. <laughs> so jazzed up. She just wants to fight. Um, this match played out pretty much as The Nia Jax, no walking out. Can't walk out on this match. You're here. You gotta stay here, okay? No Don't. leave of absence during this match. Give me your cell phone. You're not talking to The Rock today. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this match played out pretty much exactly how we thought. Um, Asuka, in the end, had to eliminate two by herself, but she eliminated the last three members of Team SmackDown. Um, not quite as dominating fashion as I had hoped. Well, Becky Lynch, for kick things off with getting rolled up, eliminated roll, eliminated via roll-up. Yeah, I know, by Bailey. Bailey rolled her up. She apparently, maybe she has the Baron Corbin weakness, too, Pretty yeah. roll-ups. Yeah, pretty shocking thing way to start things off. Carmella... Had her head literally go 360 degrees and thanks to that Oscar oh, kick. Oscar kicked the heck out of her. That looked, we were legit that, worried that she was concussed. That looked so flush, and then she felt like a sack, and then Oscar pinned her, and then she still looked like she was like, I, I, I. Yeah, it looked like know? she needed some help getting like, up after, the, like, after she rolled out of the room. There was that cartoonish lump that went, yeah. like that. I love cartoons, man. Uh, was it uh, stars appeared over her head? <laughs> Little birds. Little birds, yeah. Little birds. Start flying his circles around her head. Exactly. Trying to come to. Um, there was a great moment with uh, Tamina and Nia Jax, the two um, powerhouses of e- each team getting in the ring together, so people really like to see that. Yeah. Tamina somehow got the, the, the pin on Bailey after a, a top rope splash. Yeah, she got the pin on Bailey. But Tamina pretty strong because yeah. she also was sort of responsible for the count out on Nia oh, Jax. she definitely was. There's yeah. no sort of about it. She definitely yeah. was. 
That was cool. A couple yeah. of sushi. I shelled our own little mini super kick party yeah. on a bunch of people. Yeah. They were booking Tamina Strong, man. They were. What did I tell you when Tamina was in there with Nia Jax? I wanted to hear some, some dinosaur fight sounds. Because they're like two big dinosaurs, like the T-Rexes is going at it. It was good. Yeah. That would kind of cool. I like dinosaur fights. Huh? Yeah, dinosaur. Well, dinosaur fights in movies are great. I don't think I want to be privy to one in, in real life, though. Well, you know, I've had that on that Ask Stephen Lacey show that me and the wife did. Uh-huh. People, somebody asked me that. Would you rather be in the age of the dinosaurs or be, like, in the far future? I don't want to be in the dinosaurs. I'd get picked off in a second. Yeah, you heartbeat, man. You would. That'd be terrifying. T Rex lunch. It'd be pretty fun, though. In an instant. I mean, it's like saying, do you want to go, like, w- with no protection, like an African safari area where, like, you know, populated by tigers and fast cats like There's that? There's no tigers in Africa. No? no what, what, are the, what are the fast cats? Cheetahs. Cheetahs. Are yes. they in African safari yes. areas? Yes. Who'd want to, I don't want to be attacked by a cheetah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to either. Terrifying. Yeah. I couldn't run nearly as fast as a cheetah. No. No. I believe they're the fastest mammal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um... So yeah, Nia Jax got counted out after a couple super kicks from uh, Tamina. One in the ring, one outside. Tamina did a, a cross body off the ring steps. Right. Um, so Nia Jax eliminated via count out. You're out of here. Um, Alicia Fox was also eliminated with a roll up, mm-hmm. courtesy of Naomi. Yeah. Um, and then Naomi was quickly eliminated by Sasha Banks with the bank statement. <laughs> Chris, I'm sorry, Chris Freeman in chat here says, "Not funny. They are not dinosaurs. They are beautiful women." They are that as well. I just like when any when any people are fighting. I think it's great if you hear dinosaur sounds. <laughs> well, we're taking a break. Christian Johnson, five dollars super chat. Styles <laughs> not the greatest in ring performer of all time. Now Omega's three to him behind HBK and Styles. Who is your number one in ring performer between these three? HBK, Omega, and Styles. That's yeah, tough. I'm giving it to AJ Styles, man. I'll stick with HBK. Really? Yeah, especially we just watched the Survivor Series 2003, and man. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That was good, man. That was fun. Yeah, it was good. Uh, another super chat, Mr. Michael Law, 2011. Hey, Larson, are you planning on catching the arrow? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Detective Lance thing. I don't think you, I don't think you look like him, I but I can kind of see it a little bit. <laughs> Jeff Davis, $5, and back from last night, that was fun. Good to have you join us today, Good Jeff. Good to have David. you back, Jeff. Glad you made it safely. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, like we said, we kind of called this Oscar coming. I was hoping it would be more like four-on-one, but that might be too much to ask. Well, she did eliminate the last three members of the team. She did, yeah, that's true. Three-on-one's good. Well, you know, yeah, so that was fine. It was two-on-one, but it was three-on-two before that because, uh, yeah, she kicked Carmel in the head. They're back on task with Asuka. Oscar um, kicked Carmel in the head. Pinter looked like Carmella might have really got her bell rung. At some point, they should have done a shot of William Regal looking at the TV from the side, being very happy for his protege. Oh, Oscar, yes. Yeah. Um, Sasha was eliminated by Natalia with a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, Tamina eliminated by Oscar with an armbar. Oscar. And then finally, Natalia versus Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalia couldn't handle. She was not ready for Oscar or the Oscar lock. Oscar lock. Tapped out. Oscar is your sole survivor. <coughs> Team Raw, they win. Yep, Oscar wins everything. Um, and of course, during the uh, during Survivor Series, they kept on doing the scoreboard. Yes, who's up and who's so down? Raw was up yeah. two nothing. Two nothing at that point. Looked like might might be looking at a clean sweep. Well, we knew that wasn't going to happen. But then the Miz and Baron Corbin happened. Hey. Well, here, there's this backstage thing between Stephanie McMahon and Daniel. Oh Perry. yeah, oh yeah. I went to go use the bathroom, so I missed a good chunk of this. So please fill me in. 
No, I don't remember any of it. No, none of it was very consequential. She was accusing him. You told me at the time that she was accusing him of nepotism because. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, on the team. I should have seen it coming. You reached out to your brother-in-law or your future brother-in-law, whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's future because I'm not yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, and he was like, nepotism. What are you talking about? You have the cerebral assassin, your husband. Yeah, your husband on your team. And then uh, she said something back, and he said, like, that time I beat Triple H to move on to the main event of WrestleMania 30, and the whole crowd went, dang. <coughs> that Shelton Benjamin-inspired gif, you know. Anyways, you've seen that one, right? Yeah, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. That was funny. That was great. That was one of my favorite gifs. It's a good one. What's your favorite gif? Ooh. <laughs> a lot of good gifs out there. I mean, it's got to be a Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, one, right? Yeah, from Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> or the one from, a, was it a Source Code? Oh, that's, yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, Baron Corbin went over here. This is a decent match between these two. Yeah, it was it was interesting because Maurice was ringside, so Miz was almost working face. Hey, let me say this really quick. Apart from the Miz-Tourage interfering. So, uh, Steve and the Usos didn't really get much of a build-up because, I mean, their match wasn't even, like, figured out until the week before. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, the Team Raw, Team SmackDown, AJ Brock, a lot of these got decent build-ups. With this, all they had were their promos. On social media. On social media, essentially. Miz was able to drop some promos. Well, Miz, yeah, drop some promos on Miz TV. On Miz TV. But they didn't have, like, this wasn't brand versus brand. This was, like, champion versus champion. They they had to figure this out just via promo. And they made it a little personal with Baron Corbin calling out him and his wife and saying, you know, go home with your wife, whatever it was. And then Miz came back, dropping an F-bomb on Baron Corbin. I thought this was, a, from what they were allowed, a decent build to this feud. Yeah. I thought it had a little heat behind it because of the promo work, mainly from the Miz, but also Baron Corbin. Yeah. Um, you had the United States Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, the two title holders going at it. Um, I called it Baron Corbin, went over with yeah. end of days. Yeah. So I win predictions. What's yeah. my prize? Uh, I shaved all my hair off. There you go. We just ripped off the cultaholic thing. No, you did. I'm actually really curious to know what Pachiti looks like without hair because he's probably got a goofy head. Oh, I don't know. If I ever shave my head, man, that'd be terrible. You say that. I can see your your hair. Might, your head might be a little square. Yeah, I have a square head. Okay. And I, it's got like some lumps on it. Okay. So once this goes, which you know, any day now, I've got some thickening cream in it, man. When it looks bald, when it when it has nothing in it, yeah, it's wiry and bald. I look like I'm sixty. Yeah, no good. Yeah. So any day now, you're gonna be confronted. The audience is gonna go away in droves. Probably start wearing a hat. Yeah, you should. I'll just like it goes. Uh, well, you'll stay along here. I'll just wear the hat like some directors do, like Hogan does. <laughs> like Hogan does. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jeff Davis, $5. He says his bank account isn't happy with all those chats. Lol. I think he ended up giving you guys $30 last stop night. Stop doing it. Stop. stop. It's good. We we love you, man. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. Don't you. Have to do any more. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. You're grounded. No more super chats for you. No more. Anyway. Yeah, Baron Juan. He had a good interview afterwards, too. Yeah, he did. He said, the hey, man. And you know you rehearsed this. Like, oh, yeah. Probably ad nauseum. Yeah. Hey, Miss. My hand goes up. When my hand went up. Your mouth went closed. Shut. Shut. And you're not me. Yeah. It was good. You can get this shirt right now. No, Hold this, it up. This is Hold not, it up. You can get this shirt right now. It's not official. This one, I wipe my nose on this one. It's you can have this one for extra money. Here's our Twitter. I'll All right. Stream Deck. 
Anyways, um, after that, we had a Paul Heyman interview backstage. Did I get up for this? I think so. I don't remember a whole lot about it. It seemed pretty pivotal. I'm sure he said something along the lines of, Brock's going to win tonight. Yeah. I'm the advocate. Yeah. Apparently, I I didn't see it, but I saw a headline that uh, Heyman gave an interview after. Afterwards, he put over AJ. Really put over AJ. Yeah. Well, man, that match is good. Well, let's get to it. It's a really good match. It was good. Um, next up, we had Thebar versus Usos. Um, this is a really fun match. I figured this would be a really fun match. Mm-hmm. Like I sort of, I, t- I, I saw this coming. Yeah, Usos promo before the match. <coughs> yeah, their mic work is top notch these days. Oh, I love it. It's great. I'm a completely 180 degrees on the Usos at this point. I love them. I used to not love them. Yeah, I used to not like them. I'll at be all. really bummed out if they ever go back. To that goofiness that they used to do before. Oh, I don't think it's, if it's going to happen, it's not going to happen for a while. The weird, non-intimidating dance they did. But, 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 but. They would say weird things. I don't like it. Anyways. Um, yeah, lots of super kicks in this mm-hmm. match. Lots of hard hitting. A lot of super kicks, a lot of European uppercuts. And then even once the Byron Saxon said, super kick party. He did. Oh. And apparently Young Bucks took the Twitter to, to threaten the cease and desist. Yeah. That's their phrase. And I know, man. You can't use that. I know. But it's a bit hypocritical, WWE. To I know. Do that. I think they just. I think. I think Vince just wants to dick with them. Probably. You know. It seems petty. Rude. It's very petty. It is petty. I agree. Very well, petty. What are you gonna do? I'm not gonna stop watching. Oh, I know. Without <laughs> watching WWE product, we have. You know, we have to do something else. We have to do what we do. Barista. Yeah, I'd work at Target, but then like on my. On my time off, like in my breaks, I'd get my iPad and make my comic books. There you go. I try to swap comic books. No, there I just I'd, I'd start up my Star Trek Four Lights podcast. Okay. Are you gonna be with me on that one? I don't know Star Trek as well as you do. Yeah. You and Big Jim. I got a Big Jim be my primary guest. When you watch, uh, he, uh, this is completely off topic. Good. Well, not really, because it's about Star Trek. Good. When you watch Wrath the Con, yeah, it's the best. A few weeks back, what uh, what platform did you use to watch Wrath the Con? iTunes. Oh, because okay. I, I purchased it like gotcha, a long gotcha, time gotcha. ago. Because I have it on, I have the director's cut on DVD, but I wanted to watch oh. it the other night. But I want to watch it in the highest possible fidelity. Oh, sure. It's not on Netflix. Um, Amazon doesn't allow you to stream to a Chromecast, so I end up not watching it. So we watched, have you watched Mindhunter, that Netflix show yet? Oh, I've seen like the most of the first episode. Yeah, we watched the first episode. I liked it so far. Yeah, it was all right. I heard some people criticizing it, but I don't know what their criticisms were about. And I never got, I never like got back into it. The opening scene is pretty brutal, and a dude shoots his freaking head yeah, off. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, I, I, I understand the pilot. The first episode's pilot's set up. Yeah. So I'm waiting to see what happens. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. No, I like it so far, though. Um, but now, man, I'm going to get, uh, during the holiday season, I'm getting a 70-inch screen TV. Should. I'm going to watch Rather Con of that. You want to come over and watch yeah, it? Yeah, I'll watch that. All right, you'll come over. We'll get some beers. Anyways, um, this was great. Yeah. This was awesome. When uh, Jimmy went flying out of the ring, and as cross body on Cesaro, and, and as he flew out of the ring, he stuck his hand out and tagged Jay in. So because he knew he was leaving for a spell, yeah, that was awesome. And then Jay went to the top rope, hit a splash on Sheamus, got the win. That was like some superhero stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. a great finish in the match because it was super kick party. Yeah, that finish. It was good stuff. It was really good. Fun match. Jason Jordan gave a great interview after this. Yeah, man. He was really whiny. Ooh, bitter beer face. Yeah. Very whiny. Kind of uh, on a sinister note. Kind of an ominous note, and then we saw nothing of him. We also, I don't know if it was earlier, or this was at this point, when AJ was milling about backstage and Jinder showed up and sort of gave him the face. 
And then nothing ever happened with that. Well, Jinder did an interview uh, before AJ's match against Brock. Oh, did he? That interview, yeah. Oh, okay. And just said, you know, I'm rooting for SmackDown. He has SmackDown shirt on. And then said, but in this match, I want Brock Lesnar to win. Oh, wow. Because I have my rematch Tuesday on SmackDown. Ooh, wow. Boy, it's going to be interesting to see how AJ sells the match with Brock because, oh boy, he got beat up quite a bit. Yep, we're almost there. Anyways, this Jason Jordan interview was great because... Uh, Super whiny. Like, by the end, he was like, I want Team Raw to win, but before that, I want Triple H to be eliminated. Yeah. He's so whiny. But then he said something at the end that was kind of ominous and sinister. What did he say? Well, he made a face, too. Yeah, he made a face. I remember the face. I thought that's what he said yeah. during the face. I'm going to cut his throat. Whoa, Jason Jordan. That is not pro wrestling. Mm-mm. I'm going to poop down his neck. Down his neck? Yeah. So starting here. No, no, no. Like, you, you know, you were, that's a phrase in a movie. I'm going to rip your head off and crap down your neck. Oh, yeah, I know that. What's that from? That's Unnecessary Roughness. Oh! The coach is inspiring yeah. teams that we're going to rip their heads yeah. off and, and poop down their neck. Jason Jordan didn't actually say and that. And then he follows up, that up by saying, let us pray. Yeah. During it as a halftime uh, I like that like you know that that uh, movie so well. How'd you do? How'd you do in Fed? You have tonight to do fantasy still. Yeah. For you, let's see. How does it look for you? Not very good. Russell Wilson has to go off big time, huh? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next, Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss gave this match a ton of time too. This was the best Alexa Bliss match. Oh my gosh. God, I hope Here, I get. I hope I get a hundred points over him. Oh my God. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Um. This was the best Alexa Bliss match there. She had been. massive loose face coming out. There, yeah, she doesn't telegraph wins and losses very well. Mm-mm. Um, I'm sorry, she does. She, she does tell yeah, too well. Too well, yeah. Sorry, the other way. She has no poker face. Zero poker face. Um, however, this was the best match. Charlotte carried her to the best match she's ever she's ever had. Mm-hmm. I I'm confident in saying that. This match was very long. Um, I thought it was very good. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, the shortest match on the main card was Corbin and Miz. A line and a half. Alexa took offense, took to the offense pretty early on and dominated for the first half of the match. And then Charlotte mounted a comeback. She was working over her ribs. Yeah, the ribs. spot where she had a kind of like a abdominal stretch. Doing the ribs. Elbow. Doing the ribs. Some fingernails. Doing the ribs in there. Between the individual ribs, getting those muscles in there, causing a lot Hard of pain. Hard to do the figure four with busted ribs. Eight. The figure eight, I'm sorry. Yeah, when you bridge, right. there's a lot of torque on the rib cage. So is it the bridge that makes it the eight? Yes. Right. But before then, it's and the I think, figure And four. I think it makes it so you can't reverse the pressure. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah because as you know, if you, if you turn it over, you reverse the pressure, so the other person, the other person feels the pain. the pressure transfers over. Yeah. Exactly. I love that part in the Stone Cold podcast where he asked Rick Flair about it. Rick, that don't make a lick of damn sense. How is it when you reverse... The figure four, all that pressure goes to the other side. Man, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Steve. That was great. That was great. Um, uh, Alexa had a couple chances to win this match. Uh, she hit a DDT on Charlotte. Yeah. Right near the ropes. Charlotte got her boot up onto the rope. Yes. Uh, at first, Alexa was going to use that leg as leverage for the pin, but then she thought, oh, if I do that, then Charlotte can't get her foot. Yeah, she's about to go into business for herself so there. she used the other leg. She's about to take that SmackDown championship. I think Charlotte had, she could have grabbed on the rope with her arm. I yeah, maybe. She'd have been like, you dick. Why'd you do that? Probably. Yeah. Um, she went to, for a twisted bliss. Charlotte got her knees up. Yep. Eventually, Charlotte got the figure eight. Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss tapped. Yeah. Charlotte wins. She sold the, the loss really well, though. Like, you know, she had lose face coming out, but then, you know, by the end of the match, she sold it, like, you know, really, really well. Yeah. The losing and the sadness and disappointment and despair of losing. Yes. 
Um, so yeah, we kind of called we called this one too. Pretty much called all of them except for. Well, I got the Miz winning wrong. Otherwise, yeah. <coughs> Next, AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar. Now we both knew this was going to be a good match. Well, we both hoped it would be a good match. Yeah, I mean, look, if AJ can bring Jinder Mahal to a decent match. We know he can put on something pretty captivating with yeah. the Beast Incarnate. Yeah. Um, part of me still just wanted to see Jinder versus Brock, but I know it would have been a terrible match. Yeah. It would have been awful. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been very good. Um, this was, my God, good. It was really good. This was a really, really good match. AJ, for the first giant chunk of this match, ragdolled. Was taking a beating. But when he ragdolls, when he gets beat, again, he sells it so well because it's... It straddles this line between not being cartoonish like in the Dolph Ziggler territory, more along the lines of who I think is the bestseller in NXT, Roderick Strong, Mm -hmm. where you really get across it, oh my God, this hurts. And on top of that, when he does things like when Brock tossed him over the rope, you know, we both start clenching. We're just like, oh, God. I know. Because he does stuff that looks like he could mess himself up. He knows how to fall. Yeah. Exactly. Like fall and not hurt himself. And that's like, that is a... But makes it look like he's That's a he's flipping talent. I know. You know, that is an absolute talent right there. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Brock was throwing him all over the ring. Uh, suplexes, German suplexes. Mm-hmm. Uh, massive beal, I believe, through yeah. the top rope. Yeah. A lot of stiff knees in yeah. the midsection. AJ was sounding like a champ, and then AJ would just start chipping away, taking up uh, Brock's legs. Yeah, we kind of figured this would feature a lot of leg kicking from yeah, AJ and Styles, did. and it did. It did. Um, and then uh, at one point, action got to the outside. It seemed like AJ had the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Did some forearms yep. on Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, AJ hit a 450. Yeah. Brock kicked out. Um, AJ kept on working the leg over, eventually got Brock into the calf crusher. And Brock, to his credit, was selling like a champ. Yeah, big time. He looked gassed. Yeah. Like, this match made him work for it. Yeah. You can always tell when Brock likes his opponent, and I think he really likes AJ, yes. um, because he was gassed. He was so sweaty. And, like and purple. Purple. You like weird colors. Um, they got out of calf crusher by slamming AJ's head into the mat. So yeah, that was like, awesome. That was fantastic. It looked great. Um Anyways, uh, Brock kicked out of the phenomenal forearm. AJ goes back for another one, leaps into an F5, essentially. Yeah. Um, Brock was really selling the crap yeah, out of the was, knee. Was, I guess I read he was actually selling it backstage, too. People thought he was legit hurt. Oh, really? Yeah, Melzer was talking about that this morning. Oh, wow, but the thought is he's fine. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. That's what Melzer says. He's fine. That's fantastic. Man, that's so great. Good for Brock, man. Um, yeah, because when he caught AJ, his, his knee gave out. Right. For a brief moment before he hit the F5, so I think people thought he might have got hurt then. And he was like, after the match, he was looking at Paul saying, uh, and he, yeah, he, he was selling up the ramp. He yeah. was selling it so great. Um, this was probably my, so there's, there's sort of this classification of Brock matches in this macro lead up to WrestleMania. Yeah. Where we've seen this with Braun, we've seen it with Joe, we've seen it with who else? Was he was, I don't think he had a defense between Mania and Great Balls of Fire. So he got it from Goldberg yeah, at Mania, Mania in April. And then okay. Great Balls of Fire was June. I think that was his first Did defense. he kick out of a jackhammer at Mania? Mm-hmm. He did? Okay. So it kind of started with Goldberg, I yeah. guess. Where they do this thing where one F... Did one F5 take out Goldberg? 
don't remember. Okay, I don't remember that much. I wouldn't be surprised. Though. But we've seen this with uh, Ron and Joe, anyway. They're booking the F5 to be top finishers. Right, exactly. Where he will kick out of their finish, yeah. but they won't kick out of his. Yes. And at first it seemed awkward with Joe because it was like, really, just one? And then it was uh, Braun, and it was like, oh, okay, so they're doing this. Yeah, the pattern has been established. This was by far my favorite match of this sort of set of Brock Lesnar matches yeah. leading up to Mania. Um, and, it, I mean, it fo- followed basically the same pattern, but, man, it was so good because mm-hmm. of AJ selling, because of the storytelling. And Brock selling. We, we shouldn't discount and, and No, and Brock selling. The, the Brock cap, selling AJ's off. The calf crusher bit was fantastic. Yeah. It was amazing. It was really, really good. Um, and then, yeah, of course, after the match as well with the knee. Um, and he kept on looking back at AJ as if to, as if to be like, Jesus, that guy just, that little guy just put me through the ringer. Yeah. You know? So that was fantastic. That was really, really something else. Hats off to both men. Yes. And it was by far a much better match than we've gotten. Oh, yeah. Brock versus Jinder. Yes. And I'm very grateful that they went this route. Yes. However, there's still that part of me. Yeah, that was curious. <laughs> that was curious. I want to know they would have booked it. They're saying a quick break for a couple of Super Chats. Close to Raven, chat 79, party. $5. Velveteen, Dream, Rico, Attitude, Eric, Goldust, and Rick Rude. Who wins Fatal 4-Way? Rick Rude, man. Yeah. Nobody's beating him. Devin Martinez, $10. Can I get an Undertaker legacy? And an... I'm the man. Those are both your kind of thing. You do legacy. Legacy. At Cabo, $2. Larson would be the heel barista. Orders all wrong. Can I get a tall, hot cocoa with whipped cream on top? Then you say, not going to happen. Venti, uh, 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 cold brew. (laughs) I don't want it cold, man. It's cold outside. Soy milk. Find just anything hot. What's your name? Steve. Scott, here's your coffee. You're not very good at your job. Um, all right, so that brought us to Ooh. the men's Team Raw versus event. Team SmackDown. Crap booking. <laughs> no, this is great, man. This was so bad, but I was into it. I liked it. <laughs> Number one, I loved, I loved how Team Raw comes out. We Number one, we get a new Balor. Red Balor. Red Balor, who confirmed is just above Pumpkin Balor. Yeah. Because he's not better than Man Balor. No. He's not better than Demon Balor. No, he's and definitely he's not better than Gray Balor. Gray Balor is prime Balor. Gray Balor is top Balor. Top Balor. But then Pumpkin Balor, we only saw a close-up of and never saw in a match. That was enough. And that was, yeah, we never, so he doesn't even get to prove his bona fides. He's not uh, a suitor. <laughs> he's a suitor. Red Balor making some great faces. Yeah. Uh, interacting. Interacting. Too sweeting Triple H. Yeah. But not enough to crack. I don't think he eliminated anybody, did he? <laughs> I don't think he did either. Oh, wait. He hit a coup de grace? Yeah, but he didn't. Uh, he didn't eliminate anybody? No, because Cena, he hit the coup de grace on Angle. Oh. But Cena followed up with an AA. Gotcha. Okay. Anyways. Um, oh, sorry. Backwards. Cena took the coup de grace. Okay. Then Angle hit Angle slap. Sorry. There was um, some fun stuff at the beginning with Nakamura. The crowd and the other wrestlers were treating Nakamura like the star he is. Yeah. Um, he gets in there. He was wearing... So this was great. So Team Raw... Who comes out first? SmackDown Team SmackDown came out. No, Raw came out. Raw came out first. Even Triple H. Had Triple H shirt, but it was red. But it was red. Balor had red... He was red Balor. He had red pants or Joe, red, red Joe trunks. Joe wore his red trunks. 
Yeah, so he did what everybody he was had red on. Angle so had red shoes yeah. to go with his, you know, America themed. Oh, he looked great outfit. Yeah, but he was even wearing a raw shirt over it. Yeah. Out comes Team SmackDown. Shane's got a blue baseball jersey. Right. Uh, Orton has a SmackDown shirt on. I think he's got a SmackDown shirt yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, Nakamura comes out with instead new gear. Of, instead of red, red leather, blue. it's blue. Um, Bobby Roode had a blue SmackDown shirt on, and I pretty blue trunks. Blue trunks, probably a blue robe. And then John Cena comes out in the latest John Cena shirt. Which is vault colored. Yeah, vault bright green. Which is like this, but on steroids. Yeah, it's like a combination of these two. Right. But then glowing. Yeah, by glowing pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's basically iridescent. So, like, there or was. Sorry, luminescent. Yeah. So, this dude couldn't even. No, like, I mean. He had blue jorts. If they say, look. He had blue on his shoes. They say, look, John, we're going to debut some new merch. Okay, well, when's Black Friday? It's like a couple days after Survivor Series. Okay, well, how about for Survivor Series, because of Survivor Series, and everybody else is sporting Team SmackDown. He hasn't been in the build, beyond a Twitter mention. He hasn't been in the build. There's no emotional stakes for him whatsoever. He's above brand, so it doesn't really matter which team he's on. No. He hasn't even given a promo. No, yet he seemed uh, his, his primary role during the course of the match was to be cheerleader for Team SmackDown. Right, exactly. Because we were listening in, it with earbuds. Yeah. We can hear him in the corner. Trying to rally the troops. Come on, Bobby Roode. All the time. Yeah. And so he comes out, and so he couldn't just say, hey, look, just wear Team SmackDown here. And then, but no, it's Survivor Series. He wants to sell some merch. Let's just get a jump on this Black Friday stuff. There was blue in his shirt, though. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. The, but that's the, uh, he wears jorts. What else? Type. Yeah. Blue. Yeah, okay. It's because it goes really good with Volt. Yeah, apparently. You know, otherwise, you put red in there, it just looks like some ster- Christmas steroid shirt. Yeah, but, it, you know, Christmas season is nearly upon us. He looked ridiculous. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. It was, it was pretty jarring. But it was, it was damn funny. It was funny. Like, it was fun to laugh at. the business for himself. Exactly. Literally. Where's his punishment? So, yeah, the, the start of the match, we had all these little dream matchups. We had Balor and Nakamura in the ring at the same time. That was great. Triple H and Nakamura. That was great. Oh, yeah, because the crowd started chanting NXT, and then they transitioned to a New Japan chant. Yeah. Which Vince must have loved. And then, uh... Bobby Roode, Triple H. Mm-hmm. Which is great because it's Triple H and Triple H. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Triple H and... It was Triple H and Triple H 17. It was all good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this was fun. Team SmackDown. So, Nakamura... Do you have the... Nakamura got eliminated <laughs> first by Braun Strowman after a power slam. That was ridiculous. Then Bobby Roode I mean, at least in. At least Nakamura got some good offense in. He had some fun moments. He was probably in the ring of any member of Team SmackDown the most before his elimination. I wonder if there was an element of wanting to protect him a bit. I mean, you get power slammed by Braun Strowman, that's pretty hard to kick out of. It's like he got some <coughs> decent Look, I, moments, but give him an elimination or something. In first. a perfect world, he would have been the last one there. Yeah. I totally agree. I'm with you on that one. It's just, this, was so, this match was so dumb. It was. But I thought it was fun, and especially the end was so dumb, but I thought it was hilarious, and it made it for me. I was like, okay... This is because I was always a Triple H guy. I know. It's great to see one last, one last triple, total Triple H moment. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he booked this match himself. Oh, I don't know. I really, I don't was think he, that, Was he making fun of his own golden shuffle? Yeah, I think so. And if you look at the look on his face, I think it, I think it was that as well. 
And I think he's a big Braun Strowman guy. Yeah, I, can, I think I can he loves that. Braun. I can believe that. I think Triple H booked the crap out of this match. Or maybe I think it was him because he got like dream moments from his guys, yeah, Dallar and Nakamura. Well, the thing too is, is commentary. I think they sold the wrong motivation for the finish. We'll mm-hmm. get to that. We'll get to that later. Yeah. At least storyline wise, it made more sense. Um, anyways. Both Nakamura and Rude were eliminated by Strowman. Strowman did all the eliminating for Team Raw. Sure, yeah, yeah. I believe. No, sorry. Angle got Cena. Um, uh, both pretty quickly, back-to-back power slams. Mm-hmm. And then Team SmackDown. I mean, uh, Nakamura and Rude hadn't even left the ringside area. Yeah, right. They were there to help out uh, Team SmackDown. Suplex. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman threw an announce table. Mm-hmm. So it took him out of the match for a while. Yeah, that was fun. Um, had a, uh, a brief encounter between Samoa Joe and Cena. Cena got the best, better of that encounter. Yeah. Two AAs. Yeah. Joe's eliminated. Yeah. There was a great moment. Um, we forgot to mention this earlier on. When Bobby Roode was doing, was about to do his glorious thing, and Finn Balor was in the background, and he kept on saying, don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. That oh, was great. Well, then Triple H responded, uh, doing his own glorious thing, and transitioned to a crotch chop. Yeah, that was fun. That was cool. There's a bunch of little fun moments like that. Yeah, there were. I feel like everybody was just having fun in this match, except for maybe Randy Orton. And John Cena's head was still on the Bumblebee movie. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Because he was eliminated next. Um, he took an angle slam, a coup de gras, mm-hmm. and I think another angle slam. Well, Joe was eliminated. I don't know if you mentioned that. Yeah, you mentioned okay, you did. Okay. Um, yeah. And that was, that was a fun moment there. Cena and Angle were in the, in the you know, obviously Cena. Got to start. Ruthless aggression. aggression. Like, What's your name? Juan Cena. Um, back in 2002. Uh, so, yeah, that was fun. Him and Angle were in the ring together. But, yeah, Cena eliminated by Angle after a coup de grace and an Angle slam. And then Orton takes out Balor with an RKO. Finn Balor. Goodbye, Red Balor. And then uh, Kevin Owens <laughs> and Sami Zayn come out. Shane's, uh, at this point, yeah, he's the last man on Team SmackDown, I believe. It's him and uh, Randy Orton. Oh, sorry, yeah, Orton. Yeah. Um, so Owens and Zayn came, come out to attack Shane. Pull off the apron as Orton's going for the hot tag. Um, they beat him up a bit. Shane gets a chair, starts mm-hmm. laying into Owens and Zayn. Um, trying very, very hard not to go. But he's still, his mindset with chair shots is still firmly entrenched in the Attitude Era. Seems like it. Because he, he has a hard time aiming for the back. It's like he always instinctually wants to aim for the head. And then he's like, oh, I got to... Just angle it so I don't over so I can concuss anybody. Yeah. Um, Owen gets in the ring. Orton gives him an RKO. Yeah. Um, uh, Shane kind of chases Owen and Zane up the ramp. Right. Stays up there. In the meantime, Orton is eliminated by a Strowman power slam. Uh huh. So now Shane is last man on Team SmackDown. Mm hmm. So so then it's like Shane versus Braun, Triple H, and and Kurt Kurt Angle. Angle, and it's like. All right, there's well, no drama. There, we, we don't really have to keep, you know. Yeah, there's zero drama. Yeah, it was kind of kind of ridiculous. Um, I mean, barring some massive turn or something, which we kind of got. Uh, so, anyways, so uh, uh, Shane finds himself in the ankle lock um, for a good while. He's trying mm-hmm. to get to the ropes, trying and to fight it off. To his credit, yeah, he's, he's doing a good off. job. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see Triple H in the background, like. Like he's battling something with him. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. He's like sort of his brother-in-law there. Yeah. He doesn't want to see him hurt, so he gets in the ring. Uh, which I mean, which seemingly he has some more. He has more. Like I, I want to know is that number one? Are we going to see Triple H tonight at Raw? Oh yeah. You okay? Well, we 
last time when what was it? He gave the title to Kevin Owens, and we're like, we're gonna see him at Raw. What was no? What was the thing? It was a backstage thing between him and Owens before the Festival of Friendship. I think. Or was there a Rollins thing where we were like, oh no, we'll see Triple H, and he'll explain why he did what he did. Maybe it was the Owens thing. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of things. I think it was it was Universal Title thing. Yeah. Yeah, we never, we never got an explanation for that. We never got that. No. He never showed up. Wouldn't surprise me at all. He probably will. This is the build to me. Because I, I, think, well, I think he's got... I, I'm, you know, think about it. How much... What can they do with him and Angle that couldn't be done at, at the Rumble? Yeah. I, I would think they were going to get Triple H Angle at the Rumble. Could be. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so uh, Triple H gets in the ring. Um, Pedigree's Kurt. Mm-hmm. Puts Shane on top of him. Yeah. Kurt's eliminated. He's fired. Yeah. No job. So... This is the problem I had with that whole thing is that commentary was like, oh, uh, Triple H just want to do everything himself. Mm-hmm. But I, well, shouldn't Triple H's motivation be to get Kurt Angle fired because that's what his wife wants? Right. They never, I don't remember them ever saying that on commentary last night. Well, no, I would think that, so I don't think Stephanie wants Kurt to be fired. She almost fired him on Raw. Right. She wants Kurt to win. So I would think that this secures Kurt's job. Oh, I don't know. This keeps his job because they win. And he was about to tell oh, us true. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. here's my thing also, is that Stephanie seemingly wants Shane to suffer. Yeah. So why would Triple H then have like this sense of oh I don't want to see my brother-in-law like he should be on the same page as Stephanie like we know Stephanie she should be like yeah rip his ankle off you yeah. know you just what you get Shane because we're McMahon's and we hate everything. Well I think that I thought he was just feigning concerned. Oh, you think it was the it was the it was an acting job. It was the work to work. Yeah. Okay, he's working as a work. Yeah. Interesting. That could be because here here's the thing. Also, Triple H's entire reaction from this point on was hilarious, baffling. Yeah. And uh, and confusing. Yeah. Baffling, confusing. Because like when he when he swerved Kurt, there was no huge reaction from the crowd. Right. Everybody was, was, was confused. Right, exactly. Was silent. Yeah. Which is not the reaction I assume they would want. Right, right. They want shock. They want gasps. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. People just went silent. Right. It was weird. And, there, and like Braun, I, I don't know if he was legitimately confused. He well, Braun confused did a great really job of acting confused. Yeah. He did a really good job acting confused. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, Shane gets up. And Triple H is, is talking to Shane. Braun's over there. You know, his face is saying, what the heck is going mm-hmm. on? Yeah. And it almost looks like Shane, simultaneously Triple H is standing next to Shane to defend him mm-hmm. while nodding to Braun to get in the ring or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, kept on doing this. Yeah. Doing that. He turns around. He pedigrees Shane. Well, he, he turns around and he asks Shane, hey, you're good, you're good, yeah. blah, 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 something like that. He talks to him a little bit. Then he pedigrees him. Yeah. And he, uh, does he, does he pick up the, the pin? Yeah. Okay. I forgot if he had Braun come in and do yeah. it. Um, so yeah, he picks up the win and then he starts celebrating. I'm, I told him, I was like, man, he looks like Hogan right now. He looks like Hogan after one of those weird WCW botched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a shoot, shoot work, shoot finishes, you know? know, like one of those like, oh, I messed it up, but the, is the Russo thing? It's messed up, I know. Yeah. He looked like Hogan after the finger poke of doom, um, which I think was kind of intentional because he had like this weird goofy half smile on his face, and then he like lifts Braun's arm and like starts pointing at him. Yeah, look, big man, we just won this. Yeah, yeah. be good. And Braun we're happy about winning. And Braun is yeah, Braun. And then in the best part of the night, 
Braun grabs Triple H's entire face and neck area with his giant mitt, runs him down into the corner and says, if you ever play me again like that, I'll end you, or something like that. Yeah, something yeah. awesome like don't that. Don't double cross me. Yeah, exactly. Like so Braun turns to walk away. And Triple away. H looks like he's literally crapping yeah, his pants. Yeah, Braun turns, walks away. Triple H tries to attack him from behind. Bad move, Triple H. Right. He's two power slams. Yeah, it was great. And you saw the video of him walking back. And then the everybody who's tweeting has this amazing video of him walking back to the back, like his hands up like this. Well, he's, he's still he's wobbling. Selling. He's, he's selling, selling it. The impact from the stuff. And yeah, yeah he, this was obviously, uh, you know, intentional. He turns around and he walks into the wall and he falls down. It and it was awesome. I mean, this is Triple H when he's kind of just having fun with everything. Yeah. Because he knows that he doesn't have a lot of time left, even on a part-time schedule, to keep on wrestling. Yeah. But it was it was a lot, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, it was it confusing? Yes. Was it weird? Yes. Was it unpredictable? Absolutely. Did not see Triple H doing a Triple H a complete Triple H thing with this. Was it satisfying? Not really. I I don't know. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You're right. It wasn't. It was still entertaining though. Eh, I don't know. It was entertaining when Braun started power slamming. Yeah. Triple H, I mean. I always liked the Triple H Golden Shuffle, man. That was cool. Yeah, you always liked that. I always liked Triple H. We got a couple more Super Chats To this here. day, you meant in 2017, he's still doing the Triple H Golden Shuffle. Darth Cinema, $2, book a New Japan versus WWE 5-on-5 Survivor Series match. So five from New Japan. So New Japan has to be Okada. Yeah. Naito. Yeah. Omega. Mm-hmm. Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. And uh, Suzuki. Okay. Versus Cena, uh-huh. Styles, mm-hmm. uh, Lesnar, mm-hmm. Nakamura, Nakamura, and Braun. Braun. There you go. There you go. Those Perfect. are good teams. And then one last super chat from Gerardo Montanez Jr. One dollar. Thank you very much. Thank you for the support. You want to take some questions for a little yeah, bit? I'll take a couple questions. Take a few questions. Got ten. It's like we ran out of a local recording over there. Oh, dear. Yeah, we'll be fine. Um, anyways, questions. Yeah, do we have questions? What now? We're awaiting questions. All right. <coughs> Damien says, out of all the matches I look forward to, the end match disappointed me the most. That's kind of my feeling. Um, yeah, but none. Of, here's my thing. None of the other matches have disappointed me. No, I know. So, yeah, me too, but at the same time, I don't know. It, it entertained me. The Rad Dan, only Stone Cold and The Rock could survive Triple H's golden shuffle, shovel. Shuffle. Yeah. How did you think, how did you think, oh yeah, we can do a Raw preview tonight. Let's see what WWE has on Raw. Oh. Um, how did you see the finale playing <coughs> out? Oh, I, I didn't, didn't necessarily have any uh, uh, preconceptions in my head how it would play out. Right. Neither did I, really. Um, I just didn't think it'd become the Triple H show at the end. Look at that face. It's so hilarious. I know. It's so over the top. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Time for a raw preview. Cat City. Hold on. Oh, go ahead. They eliminated Becky first to protect her from Asuka. Maybe. Could be. Um, I th- No, I, you know, I think it was probably more along the lines of they wanted a shocking first elimination. Could it be. was pretty shocking. Um, so, first up, we've got Game On. So, they're talking about Triple H. So, so it do does that. seem like we're going to get Triple H. Um, it says, uh, following Triple H's bizarre machinations, 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 yeah, and his triumphant grandstanding, the frustrated monster among men lashed out of the cerebral assassin, 
Um, I, so I will maybe we'll get Braun. Braun's got to be in the Rumble, or is Braun going to face? Oh, Braun will be in the Rumble. He's got to be in the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, or maybe they they don't want him in the Rumble to protect him. That could that was the thing. I was so maybe he will take on Triple H and they'll save Triple H angle for Mania. I don't know. And then what's next for the Shield? Um, Getting those tag titles back. Yeah. Where will their path lead them next? Ooh, next up, Oscar proves she's a survivor. Who will dare stand across from her tonight? Jobby McJobberton, that's who's going to stand across from yep. her tonight. Um, let's see here. Now that, oh, something about Brock Lesnar. Now that Team Red's universal title is all the more prestigious in light of the Beast Incarnates and Conquest, who will prove themselves to be Lesnar's next challenger? Red Balor. Red Balor. I think Red Balor is going to call him out. Red Balor. Um, and then finally, how will Alexa Bliss, The Miz, and T-Bar handle defeat to SmackDown Live? You know, they don't have to acknowledge it. Nicholas Diaz. <laughs> they don't have to acknowledge nope. it. Yeah. What will happen to Sammy and Kevin after they jump Shane? They will be disciplined. They're going to be sent home yep. from SmackDown. They're going to show up and they're going to say, you guys go home. You guys are going to 205 Live. Yeah, there you go. No, you know, I think, I, I don't see, so I didn't watch the Goldberg 24. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't watched a lot of those, but the, you would, especially you would like the Kevin Owens 365 one, because he's kind of exactly as I kind of figure he is, you know, um, very hard on himself. Yeah, he seems very critical. Very, yeah, very sort of over analytical about his own career and the path that he's on. Um, and, you know, you've probably seen it on Twitter. McMahon, him coming to McMahon at Gorilla after his uh, Mania match. Mania match. Yeah, yeah. And he says, are we good? And McMahon just says, no. And then Kevin Owens just sort of stands there and and he's like trying for an opportunity to talk to him some more about it and get some clarification. But McMahon's at Gorilla directing the show. Yeah. So he can't. And so it's just this awkward like standing there. Oof. And Michael Hayes is there and he's just sort of not looking at him. And so it's just, it's rough to see. But it, that's interesting. Uh, his relationship with Finn Balor is interesting. Huh. Um, his relationship with Jericho is very interesting. Um, it's, it's really good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'll check that yeah. out. I'll check out this weekend. Chris Kimmel, $5. Did you see Stephanie McMahon congratulating Kevin and Sammy teasing they might be going to Raw? Whoa, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. That could be. What's a good trade there? Kevin and Sammy for whom? Bring Green Grocer back. No. Joe? Joe. Yeah. Wouldn't be something if Triple H says... Throw it out there. It's not going to happen. Uh, Braun, you attack me. I don't want you on this show anymore. So it's Kevin and Sammy for Braun. Oh, it could be. That'd be Braun. pretty massive. Braun. Uh, zero Frame Gaming, $5. You see Triple H walk face first into the set after the camera stopped rolling. Yeah, pretty we'll great. Earlier. It's pretty great. It's pretty good. It's a good bit of selling there by the game. Yep. Uh, Dear Face, do you think rumors of Paige returning tonight are true? Who knows at this point? He'll be back several times already. Who knows? Uh, James RKOFL, do you think Brock Lesnar could have lasted one hour with AJ? Probably not. No, no. Christian Jones, $5 is WWE Vince. Scoring with the Young Bucks negatively affects potentially signing Kenny Omega, or is the potential draw of AJ at Mania enough? I think short term <coughs> it puts it in jeopardy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's kind of obvious that they don't have a chance at Kenny before 2018, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Connor Beck. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't know. At that point, if the offer is good enough, nobody's gonna say no. Well, Connor Beck going in raw thoughts on Takeover War Games Tuesday morning, 6 a.m. It'll yeah. be there. Yeah, we recorded it before we did this. Yep. 
That's tomorrow morning. Uh, where does uh, Mr. Michael Law, where does Jason Jordan go from here? $2 super chat. Thank you. Uh, more bitter? Yeah. I want to see more bitter. Yeah. More angry. Uh, does he get to fight Triple H? Oh, no. No? I don't think so. No? It's going to take him attacking Triple H to lay the groundwork for that. Him just kind of being slightly ominous. Yeah, all right. It's not enough. Jonathan Wright, where does SmackDown go from here? I don't know. It's going to be the Baron Corbin show, man. It seems like it. They invested so much in the Shane storyline. That's going to be like so many other people got left behind. That, there's a There could be potentially a big problem for Baron if they do trade for one big monster. Because Baron Corbin... He kind of occupies that space on SmackDown right now. Yeah. I don't think Raw's not going to trade Braun. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen at all. I'm even doubtful that they'd trade Joe, but that's a possibility, I guess, because he's kind of redundant there. I mean, you have Braun. Mm-hmm. You have Roman. Mm-hmm. Joman. You have Joe versus AJ for the title. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. With uh, Nakamura getting eliminated so soon last night, do you think they view him, WB that is, views him as a potential opponent for AJ at Mania? Yeah, I do. They're just not doing anything to lay the groundwork for that. I know. On the house show circuit, they are. <laughs> yeah, people, the 6,000 people there in attendance get to see it. Exactly. I, th- I feel like a lot of that's just AJ doing that. Yeah, it probably is, yeah. It probably is. Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, I I would be surprised if they even had tentative plans for that title. I think Vince I just cares about the Universal title and Brock and Roman. I think they're going to see where the chips fall. No, it's a bummer. Yeah. Royal Rumble prediction from BC Underground. Reigns will win. Reigns going to win. He, that's power rank one through five. Yeah. Reigns wins. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Um, what do we have coming up later? Oh, programming note: we're not doing anything on Twitch this week. No gaming. Because yeah, we got to shoot a bunch of stuff in these three days so we can take a couple of days off. So yeah, exactly. Our apologies. The the gaming stuff will be back next week. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, until uh, next time, we'll talk to you guys. Oh, wait. Where's my out music? There's some out music. One level music, I'm sure. Out music. There you go. There. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.